Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five-day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening, and it's been such a blast. There's so many high-vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to share with you a conversation we had yesterday about the basics of manifestation and some of the spiritual principles that have really helped change my life. And I also wanted to let you know that if you want to sign up for me to do this, we are doing something special. We're actually going to give you three months of the quilt membership. And then the real curriculum calls for me to do this are going to start in January after the holidays because people were concerned there's just so much busyness with the holidays coming up. However, you can start right away being with me on weekly calls in the quilt. And you can also start watching the recorded content of the course for me to do this right away. If you go to kathyheller.com slash made to do this, you can sign up for that. And for anybody who doesn't want to do that whole course, but you'd like to just be right away in the membership, you can use the code thread for a discount and you can go to kathyheller.com slash quilt and use the code thread so that you can just start diving in. And this membership is such an incredible opportunity for us to be together every single week on Zoom. This will help you to develop a meditation practice. This will help you to build such a community that's such a strong support system and referral network. This will help you get that sort of coaching every single week from me that helps move your life, moves your business forward, helps you take those next steps and really gives you clarity over really what's most important to be focused on and what are the next strategic steps as well. So if you want to be in on that, you can go to kathyheller.com slash quilt and use the code thread which gives you 25% off until Friday and also waives the initiation fee. So go ahead and use that code before Friday. We'd love to have you in there. And I hope that this call helps a lot. It was a really fun time. And uh, I just love you guys so much. So welcome. We are going to have a conversation about what it means to manifest, to become a master manifester. I know that there are lots of buzzwords in the world. And I know that people have a lot of comments and conversations about a lot of things, but they might not mean what somebody else means. For instance, if you went to Alaska and you asked somebody if it was snowing, they have about 70 words for snow because there's all kinds of snow. Whereas if it snows in, I don't know, Northern California, people will just say it's snow. But there are places where People mean things and they mean different things. And so we want to define our terms. And this is such a juicy conversation. And so it's a conversation that I love to have. And when I was, a lot of you know my story, but when I was in college, I was just searching for meaning. My parents had a really nasty divorce and my mom had struggled with her mental health. And so did my dad in different ways. Uh, My mom was struggling with depression and bipolar. My dad was struggling with tons of rage and anxiety and anger. And growing up in my house was a whole bowl of stuff. And then when I went to college, I just felt like, oh my gosh, all these other kids were just kind of like 
doing their thing and reading books on advertising or political science. And I was just like, what is the world? I, it was so heavy. It was so intense. It was so heavy. High school for me was so heavy because of what was going on at home and, you know, watching my mom spiraling and, and just the intensity of it. And so a friend of mine said, you know, you can get a college degree here by studying spirituality. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you could study all these different world mystical traditions and they'll give you a degree. And I was like, sign me up. That sounds amazing. And so I walked over to the humanities department and they said, yep, you could take the next uh, three and a half years of classes and you can study Southeastern Asian religion. You can study Buddhism and Sikhism and Taoism and Judaism, and Christianity and Islam and all this stuff. And you could just sit there and you can look at how people since recorded history have thought about the world and how they make sense of it. And I was like, that sounds interesting. And so uh, that is what I studied. And in fact, in my senior year, I wrote a paper on the similarities between Siddhartha, who was the Buddha, and Moses, who... I don't know any of you know his history, but they both grew up in a palace. They were both a prince. They both sort of left the material world to go into the wilderness. I mean, it's like a, such a similar story. You go, huh? How has nobody thought of that before? Anyway, so that was me in college. And I got so invested in, in meditation and yoga and Jewish mysticism and all these different beautiful pieces of wisdom from all these different parts of the world. And I became editor of my college paper and I started manifesting without even knowing I was manifesting, but I, a lot of cool things happened as editor of my college paper. I wound up covering the election in 2000 and I went to school at Florida State, which is in Tallahassee, Florida. And it was just very like synchronistic, I guess you could say. And so I was there at the Capitol building and uh, I sat down and interviewed Al Gore and that article went on the AP wire and I just found myself moving through the world and having experiences that were just these kind of like jaw dropping, like, I can't believe I'm in this moment and this is happening. And after college, some of my friends, you know, went to graduate school, went to law school. Some of my friends went backpacking in Thailand and I wanting to deepen my understanding of all things spiritual. I went to Jerusalem. And my first teacher was a rabbi who was uh, Jewish and a rabbi, but also a Buddhist and also a therapist. And he had like all this cool stuff to share. And I thought I was going to be there for a summer. And instead, I actually moved into the old city of Jerusalem, like King David's city, uh, which is thousands of years old. And I lived there and I studied Jewish mysticism and meditation and, and learned a different lens about the universe. And it was mind blowing, to say the least, literally mind blowing. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, I wanted to understand the science of our mind. I wanted to understand what it looks like inside the brain and the body on a biological cellular level and the way our thoughts and our spiritual abilities open up our cognitive capacities. And so I studied uh, at UCLA and UCLA had this mindfulness center. It was a whole world where of research and classes and the depth of the inside of what's happening to us inside on a on a cellular level biologically energetically cognitively and and by golly it was amazing to learn that they were then taking these practices from the mindfulness center and then they were going to UCLA hospital and then they were coming back with data that showed that by practicing these kinds of spiritual aligning tools 
that people in the hospital were getting better. And I was there to witness that and to research that and to be there. And so I spent years there. So six years of my life was spent looking at the spiritual laws of the universe, living in Jerusalem. And then three years of my life was spent looking at the brain and understanding how the brain works and how we work with our consciousness and with our unconsciousness and all of that. And so in addition to all of that, then I started out and I set out to just live my life, right? And so I started to pursue the things that felt like uh, where I wanted to be and I wanted to write music. And so I wrote music for years, as many of you know. And again, it seemed as though I was very much just always choosing my alignment and I was able to practice have such a strong, energetic, spiritual practice that people would just say like, oh my God, everything you touch turns to gold. Why? How is that happening? How is it happening? What are you doing? And the answer was always not what I was doing, but who I was being. The answer was always about we're beings, right? And and we don't understand all the time necessarily how to be and how our vibration is literally creating our life. We really don't get that because we see the world as a physical world when really 99.9% of of this universe that we are in is not physical. It's actually not physical. If you look at an atom, an atom, which is what everything is made of, an atom is 99% vibration and less than 1% particle. So if the world is made of atoms, which is true, then the world is 99% vibration and less than 1% matter. And what we do is we look at the physical world and we try to move blocks around, which takes a lot of, it takes a lot of uh, time and space. And we have to move ourselves through time and space. And we have to think about things in this very limiting way when really it's the frequency. It's always the energy that is. So, If you put your hands together right now and you go like this, just to start to make this feel real, if you go like this with your hands, just do this for a second. Move your hands together like this. Keep going. Okay. So now in a second, I'm going to have you move your hands apart. So move your hands apart. So now in your hands, you should be able to feel energy. Do you feel that? Okay. Now I want you to do this without bringing your hands together. I want you to move them toward each other and you'll feel that. Notice you can feel there's heat. Notice you can feel there's energy that you're moving through because you are. (laughs) Because if we had a scientist here from MIT, they would tell you, yes, we're swimming in a field of energy, right? When I had Deepak Chopra on my show the first time, he said, tell me what you see around you. And I said, the computer screen, the cup of coffee. And he's like, great, trick question. How come you didn't talk about the space between where you sit and the computer screen? How come you didn't notice that 99% of what's in the room is the space between things? Oh, because we're not focused on energy. So if you do this, right, you can start to feel and keep doing this. So you can start to feel between your hands. Imagine you're like making slime. You're like making putty, right? You can start to feel that you're literally pulling energy, literally, literally, this is not woo, this is actual, I'm trying to help you just reorient to the the reality of what is, right? So we do this, okay? And now here's what I want you to understand. When you walk in the room, what's around you, which we can now see, we have certain kinds of cameras, we can actually take pictures of it. 
all around you is a sphere. It's like a beach ball of this energy. And when you go into a room and when you walk through life, your energy, it makes an imprint. And it actually, it has a vibration. It has a certain level of frequency. And you're casting that all the time, kind of like an instrument. Like if I were to play a violin, it radiates a certain frequency. It vibrates at a certain speed, which makes a certain sound. So we are instruments. And most of the time, your instrument is out of tune. And so you're not playing a coherent sound. It's not in harmony. It's in cognitive dissonance because it's not harmonized. And so what we need to learn is that we came to the world to be creative, to each co-create and build and heal and repair and make the world amazing. And we have the capacity to do that by tuning our instrument. So I'm going to teach you, and some of you have been with me before, so you've heard me teach this to you, but I feel like there's no amount of repeating of this that's not helpful. In fact, I feel like I can repeat this to myself daily, and I would still like to repeat it to myself in an hour and in four hours. So let me see if I can help you understand what it is that I learned that changed everything about how I function, how I operate, how I see the world. So many of you have heard of the law of attraction. People talk about the law of attraction. And what is attraction? Well, it's like if you have one magnet over here and another one over here, there's a pull, right? There's like a magnetic pull. However, those are not my favorite words that help us understand manifestation. So I'll teach you what I've learned, and then you can feel into it and see how that feels for you. But I'm, I'm guessing because I've taught this to now thousands of people that this might actually feel really good and this might actually change your life. So when I was living in Jerusalem, what I learned from my rabbi, Rabbi David Aaron, who wrote a book on this. And in fact, it's, it's sitting, it's in the corner of my uh, shelf. There's like, I always have like 10 copies of it because I, I tend to give this book out because it's an amazing book. And it's, it's the principles of what I learned. And so I'll tell you this, which is that instead of saying the law of attraction, what's more to the point, and you can write this down, is the law of reception. It's the law of reception. So actually, the word Kabbalah, the word itself, means to receive. So what does that mean? What does it mean to receive? And his book, by the way, is called Endless Light. And it's kind of the basics of what I'm teaching right now. So what does it mean to receive? Well, if you've listened to anyone like Abraham Hicks or Ram Dass or anyone like that, they're also talking a lot about receptivity, being in the receptive mode. So this is where it comes from, right? And Esther Hicks goes by the name Abraham when she's speaking, because this is sort of the fundamentals of Abraham, right? This is kind of like that. This is what it's about. It's about being in the receptive mode. So receiving and reception, we've heard these words. If we've done any kind of spiritual practice, we've heard the words, you know, 
So what does it mean? So let me see if I can help you understand it. And those of you who worked with me before, you've heard me say this, and some of you have heard it in pieces, but I'm going to explain it again. So the world, as Rabbi Aaron taught me, and he's right, it works like a radio. And what does that mean? Another word for a radio is what? A receiver. It's a receiver. So what does it mean? Well, it means that if I had a radio right now, right now, not like theoretically, but if I actually had literally a radio sitting right here, right next to my cup of coffee right here, then what would I do? Well, I would turn it on. And what do I do if I want to hear a certain kind of music? Well, first of all, I would know literally that all of the music is already here. It's hidden in plain sight. Type a one in the chat if that's true. If I had a radio right here and I went to turn it on, it's not because I'm crazy. It's because I'm aware that all of the music is already here. It's hidden in plain sight. I can't see it, but it exists. So if I put a radio down, I would turn on the radio. And then how do I listen to the music I want to hear? Let's say I turn on the radio and at first there's static. What do I do? I tune it. I keep going. I keep adjusting the receiver. And then let's say I get it so that there's clear, clear, clear clarity and it's clear sounding. But let's say it's some kind of music like hard rock or metal or salsa music or some AM channel. And let's say I desire a different kind of music. Let's say I want to hear a different broadcast. Well, what do I do? Do I sit there and listen to the sports announcer and stomp my feet and get mad that this baseball game is blaring in my office? No, I would look at the receiver, look at the radio, and I would tune it. We've all done it. Who remembers? It's such a fun scene in Jerry Maguire when he thinks he just like signed the deal with Kush, right? With Jerry O'Connell's character. And he gets in the car and he's like wanting to hear a good song. It's like so Cameron Crowe. There's like certain scenes that are like so like the signature of that filmmaker. And he gets in the car and he and he's like trying to sing along to something to just like enjoy this moment. Tom Cruise. And he like doesn't know the song. So he like changes the radio again. And he like, he's like, oh, so, and he's like, doesn't know it. And then, and then you guys know this scene. And then he turns, he turns the channel again and Tom Petty is playing and it's free falling. And he blasts it. Cause he's like, I can sing this song. I know this song. I can, this song can be with me right now as an anthem. And he blasts it and he starts pounding the steering wheel. And it's like, so Tom Cruise and he's singing free falling. And it's just like, such a great moment, right? That is so Tom Cruise. That is so Cameron Crowe. That is like, so that movie. I love that movie, by the way. So if I had a radio, just like Tom Cruise in this movie, I just wouldn't sit there and feel like I had no control over the broadcast. I just keep tuning it until I found the song that is the broadcast that I'm wanting, right? So you would keep turning that radio until you found a song and you're like, oh, Whitney Houston, oh, whatever. And then you'd listen to Megan Trainer and you would enjoy it. So that is exactly 100% with no exception how your life works all the time. 99% of every atom is a vibration. It's energy. 1%, less than 1% is a particle. You are made of energy. 
you are a receiver. What you're doing is unconsciously creating a broadcast tuned to a vibration when you want to be tuned to a different vibration most of the time. And then instead of tuning the receiver to a different vibration, you just keep getting angry at the broadcast. You keep getting pissed at the broadcast because you don't realize that you are designed to change your own tuning at all times, whenever you want, so that you are a receiver for the most beautiful music. So that's it, right? That's what it is. We don't realize any of that most of the time. We're so busy putting our attention and our energy and our momentum and our focus where it doesn't belong that unwittingly we're tuning our vibration constantly to a broadcast that we can't stand listening to. And there's no reason for that other than we're unconscious. The brain is made up of unconscious thoughts and 90% of those thoughts repeat every single day. And so you think the way you felt yesterday because everything you think creates a chemical release in your brain. And then that creates a cellular feeling. And so then you give off a certain vibration. And we are, here's what we know, we're addicted to feeling bad. Why? Because cortisol is addictive. Cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which is the chemical that comes with stressful thoughts. Every time you have a stressful thought, your brain leaks a pharmaceutical drip of cortisol into your body. Cortisol is more addictive than nicotine. And so feeling good feels like withdrawal. Your body will fight you on that because it wants to release cortisol to your cells. We all have this way of saying we want to feel good. We want to be happy. We want bliss. We want abundance. And you're fighting against a chemical addiction to feeling bad. However, the more you practice really, truly feeling good, you will prune away those old patterns and your body will start to memorize how much safer, how much fuller, how much better it feels not feeling bad. And very quickly, it will start to feel good and it will keep bringing you back to that alignment. And if you start to become awake and aware, then you can direct your attention and very quickly, instead of your thoughts bringing you out of reception, your thoughts can bring you into reception. And very quickly, those thoughts, instead of dripping cortisol into your body, when you think a positive thought, when you think a net positive receptive thought, your brain will literally instantly, your own brain, without you having to go to a drugstore, your brain will give you serotonin. Do you know when somebody does mushrooms, which I've never done, but I know a lot of people who've done them. When somebody does mushrooms, the thing that mushrooms have in them really It's an increased level of serotonin. Why do people enjoy that experience? Because serotonin expands our capacity to perceive reality as it is. And so we get out of being trapped in the back of our brain in this amygdala fight or flight response. 
And we start to move into this greater awareness, this greater, wider aperture of how beautiful and how connected the whole ecosystem of the world is and how there's contrast, but the contrast perfectly is in balance. So the light and the dark and all of it works together and there's day and there's night and there's rain and there's crops that grow and there's seasons where nothing grows and everything actually is always working together and it's all perfectly made, right? And so we start to see that way and all of our problems melt away. We're not worried. We're not stressed. So when you start to see things as they actually are, you start to have an increase of serotonin. And then if you study the brain, what you'll realize is the reason why people in the blue zones are living into their hundreds and Dan Buettner just not only has been researching them for years, but just did a Netflix documentary about them is because the more you lower the cortisol in the brain, the more you lower inflammation in the body. And every person who has lower inflammation has lower disease, which is why people in the blue zones who have a different way of being, because they all have a spiritual practice, they all have a meditation or prayer practice, which gets them out of the cortisol drip. That is the reason that they have less inflammation in their body, which means they have less disease, which means human beings are actually meant to live into their hundreds when we have a reduction of cortisol, when we have a reduction of inflammation. And so when I was studying in Jerusalem and then when I was studying at UCLA, I saw that all of these things work together. And that's what's so cool about the truth is that the truth always feeds into the exact same answers. So we know that if we start to move our attention and our focus into a place of receptivity, not only do we get the benefit of hearing a better broadcast in our life, we also improve on a biological level, we get a biological upgrade. So this, by the way, is what I love to teach. And then we go a step further with it because all of us, we have a wish list. We want to live in a beautiful home and we can kind of like get these little pictures in our mind of like what the garden looks like. Or we can picture Thanksgiving dinner at our own home and what the kitchen looks like with our blue, beautiful cabinets. And and we want to take our kids on a trip and we have a wish list of certain moments and we have a wish list of certain things and certain opportunities and a book deal or a speaking tour, or we want to have a certain kind of partner or we want, like we have a wish list, right? And so all that I just said, not only does it help you on a biological level, not only does it help you to feel this sense of inner peace, but it is precisely what allows you to create your wish list. So what does that mean? Well, everything that we know about spirituality, psychology, personal development, everything, 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 everyone from Wayne Dyer to Gary Zukov to Don Miguel Ruiz, to any single person who you ever looked at and you want to go inside of the, the, the nucleus of what they're teaching, here's what you will learn. What you'll learn is what I was just sharing. And the way that you might have heard it said is that you don't get what you want, but what you do get very consistently is what? You get what you are. You get what you are. So let's discuss that for a second. When you look at different things, like you look at science, for instance. One thing that's awesome is that through looking at science, 
which is universal. It's a universal language that everybody can speak. You understand that there are laws like gravity, right? Like there's a, this is a pair of glasses. What happens if I drop this? What happens? It falls to the ground, right? I mean, does anyone think that it might not fall to the ground? Like it's going to fly up in the air? No. Why? Because gravity is, is what? It's consistent. It's a principle. It's real. So I'm going to drop it. And like you couldn't hear it probably because it's a good microphone, but it fell on the ground. So there are certain things that are consistent. They're principles in the universe. Every single time, it's the same. So what else is consistent? Resonance. Resonance is consistent. What does that mean? So if I were to take two guitars and they don't even come from the same factory, they don't come from the same house, one belongs to one person, one belongs to another person, they've never seen each other before, they've never introduced themselves, they never introduced their instruments to, the, to each other, they come in the room and I were to take these two guitars and put them on this desk in front of me, if I pluck the C string on one guitar, what happens to the other guitar? The other guitar vibrates. But specifically, just the C string vibrates on the other guitar. Not all the strings vibrate because everything's an echo. Because everything is an echo. Everything is resonance. So let's say you're having an argument with your spouse and that person is all reactive, right? Well, you might be drawn into responding like that. You can feel part of you really telling you to, to respond just like that. But what happens if you don't? What happens if you respond in a place where your heart is open? Then that person, they may or may not, but they might respond differently. But it actually doesn't matter because your own peace will be protected because you will stay in residence with a higher more open-hearted, receptive vibration. So when people want for things, what they usually do is they want for things that they tell themselves are outside of themselves. And the reason that they usually say they want them is because if they drill it all the way down, that thing makes them feel more whole. So if somebody wants to be in a relationship, very often, if you ask them, there's a feeling of lack and there's a feeling that this thing outside of themselves can fill what's inside themselves. But we don't create from lack. We create from wholeness. And everything that we want is already within us. Like truly, why does somebody want a million dollars? It's not because they want to take $1 million of cash bills and put them in a fish tank to look at or under their pillow. That's not what anyone wants. They want the feeling of freedom, the feeling of expansion, the feeling of this fullness and ease that they believe comes with that money. So if you're after the feeling of freedom and ease and expansion, just know this, that within each of us, those feelings are already within reach. When you look at these people, for instance, in the blue zones, typically these people 
have these giant smiles on their faces. And they walk around talking a lot about these feelings of ease and inner peace and well-being and connection and expansion. But the funny thing is they don't have a million dollars in the bank, but they're very, very rich with these feelings. So what's very scary and sad is that a lot of the time we live throughout our day thinking that everything we want is over there. And until we have it, we won't feel whole. We won't feel bliss. We won't feel at ease. We won't feel all of those things. But we have the ability to tune our vibration. And if we want to experience all things possible, we can. So there are some people who have a vision of living like these people in the blue zones, and they fulfill that vision. They want to live in this town and be with their friends and family and make delicious food and garden on this land. And so they do. And then there are some people who have this vision of building some beautiful platform and writing some books and sharing something so beautiful with the world and, and building a beautiful home so that they can open that home to beautiful people. And they do. And there's nothing wrong with either one. We came to the world to create. We have within us the capacity to receive as wide as possible. And then the question is, well, how do you do that? How do you allow for all of it? How do you allow for yourself to be a steward for the most amount of Wi-Fi, the most amount of abundance, the most amount of love? When you offer that resonance, you become a magnet for that. When you realize that you can direct this whole field with your vibration, then your vibration literally is the skeleton key that keeps opening the door and opening the door and opening the door. We are so wired to the idea that it has to be hard, but it's actually so easy because it's already hidden in plain sight. And the more that we raise our vibration, the more that we feel peaceful and full and loving and excited and creative, then we can't help but hear that broadcast. And therefore, our life becomes a reflection of that. And so you will start being led to all kinds of amazing opportunities and people who are in resonance to you. But you can't be disappointed and pissed and sad and looking at the bottom of your shoes and the gum on the bottom of your shoes and think that you will be a match in vibration and be in resonance to a beautiful, amazing broadcast. So there is so much that we don't realize is within our own reach. So frequency carries all information. I'll give you a, another helpful sort of analogy. It's the frequency that carries the information. It's the frequency. It's not just enough for there to be information. So what do I mean? I mean, if somebody walks in the room who has a high vibration and somebody walks in the room with a low vibration, even if they both have the same message, then the effect is different. If you typed out the most beautiful message on your phone, but you have no Wi-Fi, the message is not sent. It's always the frequency that carries the information. Always. We need the electricity. We need the frequency. We need to realize that we are energetic beings. And when we learn how to change our energy, we change our whole life. And so 
every single day when we wake up in the morning, most of the time we're just caught in a blizzard of very stressful thoughts, which lead to a very low vibration. And we can't create from that vibration. But when we move through some of the blizzard in our mind and we become a witness to that mind and we start to raise our vibration, we expand our consciousness, then we actually see on a biological level that we actually raise our serotonin level ourselves. And we raise our serotonin, we start to open up. Next thing we know, we see that the brain has a greater capacity for creativity. And next thing we know, just our vibration alone, it starts to be in resonance. And out of nowhere, you'll say, this person called me. Out of nowhere, you'll say, this thing happened. Well, it's not out of nowhere. It's that you tune the radio. You move the radio to a different station. And so it's not out of nowhere. And so if you've ever heard people use the words like quantum leap, what does that mean? Well, we use that to say like, you won't believe it. I made a quantum leap in my business. I made a quantum leap in my marriage. No, but you really did. Why? Because you can think of the world in a very linear way. And Einstein would tell you that you're wrong. Einstein would say the world is not made of three dimensions of separateness. The world is made of 10 dimensions and everything's interconnected and everything's vibration. So what does it mean to make a quantum leap? You can tell me that things take time or you can just change your vibration, which means you just made a leap in resonance, which means instantly you're going to hear different music. And so you're not really looking to live your life in a linear fashion Because the linear way is looking at the world through separation and telling you that what you need to do to move through the world is that it takes time and effort. That's not really what it takes. It actually takes tuning your receiver to a more powerful reception, to have greater reception. When you have greater reception, you just move. That is a quantum leap. That is how we move. And that is how we bump into much better music that we're playing, a much better life that you start to observe because the world that you are in, the reality of your living room, the reality of your life, your world, the people you're with, the money you make, your health, everything that you believe you're observing, you are co-creating and you co-create it through your reception It's your frequency. So we're going to keep talking about this tomorrow and the next day. And I want to tell you just so that you know, I've been doing my podcast for seven years and every single day on my podcast, people are like, how can I work with you? How can I be in this energy? How can I coach with you? And it was only about two and a half months ago that we created a way for people to just hang out with us, to just be in this all the time. And so I created, I've never done this before, but we created a membership. Some of you were in it. It's called The Quilt. And every single week, if you want to be in this, and some people prefer it because sometimes you need to get ready to get ready, as Esther Hicks says, right? Sometimes you're not ready to take a course because a course feels like, it feels serious. It feels like a commitment. They're usually more money than a membership. And there's this way in which you just first need to simmer and marinate. And so... I want to invite you guys to join us every single week for meditating, for manifesting, for having these conversations, for coaching, for being around like-minded, amazing souls who want to calibrate differently, who want to support each other, who want to be in resonance so that they constantly at least have that to come back to, to wake us all up and to remind us what's possible. So we have 
this awesome community already in there. And if you go and use the the word thread, it's a code and it gives you 25% off and it waives the initiation fee. And it's like a no brainer. It's a little bit over a hundred dollars a month. It's a call every single week. It's live. It's a membership. And you can coach with me and meditate with me every single week. I cannot think of a reason why any of you should not be in there because it is so powerful and helpful. So if you go to kathyheller.com slash quilt and you use the code thread, you can join us in there. I want to know what your questions are right now. I want to see if we can continue to talk about this tomorrow and the next day so that you can become a master manifester in your life. Kendra said, can you tell us more about the quilt? The quilt is a membership where I meet with women every single week. We meditate, we do coaching, we do hot seats, we connect as a community and we make this actually real in our lives, right? We take all these kinds of thoughts and we actually create a practice that at least once a week, we're all together live on Zoom and we work this muscle and we create collaboration and sisterhood. So women in that group, they earn stitches playing on the words of quilt and thread, and you earn a stitch for collaborating with each other, helping each other. And we need that kind of support. We become the people we spend time with and we need to get out of the illusions of our mind and we need to raise our vibration so that we can go create the most incredible lives. Our thoughts are powerful. Every thought creates a vibration in the field. Every single thought we create through consciousness because everything is energetic. And so when you raise your thoughts, you raise your consciousness, you raise the world, and you start creating gorgeous, amazing things. And you would need to start having a greater capacity for higher attunement. And so that you can start having, just like gravity is consistent, you'll start to feel the consistent mirroring of your frequency. You will start to feel good all of the time, which exists for you. It's real. It's a different way of operating in your life. Uh, we meet every single week on Thursdays and we also send the replays out. And just to let you guys know, we have had a enrollment for my next program, but we have now capped that enrollment. And if you want to get on a wait list for that, for the next time we do our next program, we'll be at the end of January. But between now and then, you should be in the quilt. And I'll tell you what's also amazing about being in our membership is that By being in our membership, you then get a huge discount towards any programs that we offer. And so by being in this right now, especially right now when it's we've given you this code and it's 25% off and it makes it so much easier for people to just join this and be a part of it. Um, But if you go to kathyheller.com slash waitlist, you can get on the waitlist for our next program and we will send you a message and let you know um, when the next program is going to be and you guys can be in on it. But if you want to be in on this, then come and join us in the quilt. And then by being a member of the quilt, you get a huge discount. So we do have, and this is what's so amazing is every single week, if you want to join us, even this Thursday, you can already get in. We meet every single Thursday in the quilts for meditation and we manifest together and we teach and we coach and we do hot seats and it is an incredible community and you can be a part of it. 
Okay. So Jennifer said, do you fall off your vibe sometimes, Kathy? And how do you get back up? Of course, all the time. In fact, I feel like what is everybody's assignment at every moment is to be aware of where you are putting your attention. Because wherever your thoughts are, your thoughts determine where your vibration is. Feeling comes from focus. So your focus equals your feeling. So at any moment of the day, we all have to be asking ourselves, what's this moment feeling like? What am I creating right now? Where's my focus? What am I perceiving? And over time, what starts to happen, and you'll you'll understand this as you work with me, as we meditate together week after week, but you'll start to memorize. You will start to literally memorize how it feels to have receptive mode in your mind and in your heart. There's only two buttons in the video game. There's resistance and reception. We're either in this place of receptivity where there's flow and there's creativity and there's alignment and there's resonance. And we are just, we are a match for the highest vibration. And we just bump into the most beautiful music that's been hidden in plain sight, or we're in resistance, which means they're static and we are holding ourselves apart. And so these are the things that we need to constantly start to access. Like what are our tools to move ourselves back into alignment? And it starts with just being aware, like, where am I right now? Where's my vibration? And it's so interesting, you guys, because I'll tell you what, I've worked with thousands of people a year. And when I tell people that what is really key is feeling good. That is something that people have a really hard time even accepting as an answer because they're so stuck in the stress hormone of the cortisol. They don't want to feel good. They don't want to let go of feeling bad. Think about this for a second, how much we sabotage ourselves. Every day, if you ask somebody, what do you want? They would give you a list of the things they want. And why do they want those things? The relationship, the money, the new house, the trip, because they think it'll make them feel good. But then let's say I say, why would you wait for those things to feel good? Why don't you feel good right now? And what do they say? No, I don't want to. I don't want to feel good. If feeling good is what is needed, that's the one thing I'm not willing to do. Do you understand the cognitive dissonance of what I'm saying? Here we are saying all the time, I want this. I want that. I want this. Why do you want it? Oh, because it's going to make you feel good. Okay. What if you feel good right now? What if that's the skeleton key? Nope, that's the one thing I'm not willing to do. Give me anything else other than feeling good, but I refuse to feel good. I'll feel bad. I'll do that. I'll feel bad. And you can tell me some hashtag or some strategy or some place to you know, exchange some money for some answer, but I refuse to feel good. So then what's the point? Well, it's because your brain, when your brain is in the back of your brain, when you're, when you're wired here as opposed to here, Right. This is where our capacity really comes from for creativity and love. And we open up this wider aperture, right? In our conscious mind. When you're in your unconscious mind, your brain sells you a bag of lies. And it says, if you want to be safe, you better stay upset. Because when you start getting too happy, you're not in control. You become vulnerable. So your brain will convince you that the only way for you to be safe is to feel bad because it feels like control right? Fear feels like control. The most controlling people in the world are the most afraid. 
And they think in order to be safe, they have to control. But the most loving people in the world are not controlling because they're not afraid. You can't have one without the other. When you let go of fear, you have to be willing to let go of control. And so when we wire ourselves into feeling bad, there's this false sense of control. Well, at least I can be hurt. At least I can be angry. That will protect me. If I let go of my hurt and anger, I won't be protected. It's actually the opposite. So the more we come into alignment, this is why we meditate together, right? When we meditate together, we start to close our eyes. We start to feel it. And so tomorrow and the next day, some of you, if you want, you can still watch us on the Facebook, but I'm going to give you guys the link to the Zoom room to join us in the Zoom room at 10 a.m. so that you can meditate with me. Because when I start to teach you how to meditate, and I love teaching people to meditate who think they hate meditation because I get that. I totally understand the kind of person who's like, it's too hard. I don't like it. It's not comfortable. It's like, I'm your teacher. I will teach you, give me five minutes of your day to change your whole life. And I will teach you how to meditate so that you get it and you love it and it makes sense to you. And I will teach you. So my team can put the link to the Zoom room in the chat and people can meet us there tomorrow at 10 a.m. and you can meditate with me and we'll stream it here. So if you want to meditate with me on Facebook, you can. But this is essential. It is essential that we wake up from being asleep. We're like walking zombies asleep all day long. We're not utilizing our radio. We're not receptive. We're not therefore able to download the most incredible broadcast. But I'm telling you that as you sit here, it all exists for you. As you sit here right now, the people that you want to be meeting, the places you want to be going, the opportunities you want to be a part of, they are here, but they are only in resonance to a higher, more creative, more inflow vibration. And as much as you can hold on to resistance and tell yourself that that's not true, 99% of everything we exchange with each other is energy. And 99% of how this universe works is all a radio. It is all vibration. And so when your vibration starts to be something that you know how to manipulate, you have to know how to change your own energy. You have to know how to harness your own energy. You have to know how to be aligned and alive and awake. When you know how to do that, you will be amazed. You'll say, it's uncanny. You won't believe who I bumped into. You won't believe where I was invited to. You won't believe the opportunity. I'm I'm like, yeah, of course I believe it. That's how it works. It's not a physical world. It's a world of energy. That's that's what we know. That's what we understand. And so you are an energetic being living in an energetic world. And you don't right now necessarily know that you're spending a lot of time, wasting a lot of time. And instead of 3D printing that which you came to the world to create, you're 3D printing a lot of dissonance and static because you as an energetic being are out of energy. You have very little energy or the energy you have is being used to go into worry. And that is really just projecting the past onto the future. And so you just keep recreating the future the way it was in the past. So tell me if you would like to come and meditate with me every single week. If you would like to learn how to become a master manifester, if you would like to be a part of this, then go do it because we've created a way. So often people tell me, Kathy, I want to work with you, but it's too hard for me to get to a place right now where I can make sense spending $3,000 to be in a course with you. It's like, great. This right now, you go to kathyhowardcom slash quilt, put in the code thread. It's a little over $100 a month. That's it. You're in. We meet once a week live together. We meditate, we manifest, we connect, we do coaching. You will love it and you can make sense of that. 
I want to celebrate you. We have a call this Thursday. Get in there. Be a part of it. Make a decision that this feels, it feels right in the sense that you want to feel better now. You don't want to wait for something to happen in order for you to be able to give yourself the reasons to feel good. You want to feel good today. You want to feel good today. You don't want to keep adding yourself to what you see online that just pulls you down because you want to add yourself to a vibration of solution, to a vibration of open-heartedness, to a vibration of love and receptivity and connectedness now more than ever. Yes, the initiation fee is waived and it's a little over a hundred bucks a month and you're going to be with me every week for two hours connecting with other amazing women who have this same value and goal, meditating with me, talking about manifestation, doing coaching, doing hot seats. It is the best offer that we have. And that is where you need to be. Yes. Lori said, if we sign up for made to do this, do we get the quilt for free? Yes. However, what we did is we've already capped enrollment for made to do this. And because of holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever, we're actually going to make it so that Anyone who's in made to do this is going to be in the quilt right now. And as far as learning abundant ever after and all of our course material, there'll be part of it that gets stripped out and part of the formal part of it, which will start after the holidays in January, because so many people were worried about being able to make time. So the best thing to do right now is to join the quilt because it's easy to do and you can be a part of it. And by being in the quilt, by the way, when our next class opens up at the end of January, to teach you how to change your relationship with abundance, to teach you how to become a master manifester, you're going to get a discount anyway because members of the quilt do that. So I can't wait to see you guys in there. I will be back tomorrow. You know, sometimes people get frustrated because they're like, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. And how do I digest it and get it all right now? It's like, well, I'm 44. So let's say I started learning this when I was 21. And even then, I was coming off of 21 years of my brain habitually thinking certain things, which made me feel a certain way, which made me see the world a certain way. And so it takes a minute for us to start recalibrating, rewiring how we think, therefore how we feel, and therefore how we start to create in the field. But you will start to get it. And a bunch of our alumni are here. And a bunch of them get that by being in this energy and meditating and manifesting practice with me, they're starting to see themselves create a different broadcast in their life. And this is tale as old as time. So I would love to see you guys in there and we would love to have you be a part of it. So come and join us. Go to kathyheller.com slash quilt and use the code thread. I will be back tomorrow. Anybody who has signed up for this, my team will remind you and send you the Zoom link so that you can either watch it here or you can meditate with us on the Zoom screen. I love being with you and I will see you tomorrow.